0: Welcome back to Locked On Chiefs, folks, part of the Locked On Network. We appreciate you making us your first listen today. If you'd grab another Locked On show, I think that you'll enjoy it and maybe check out the draft show. That's one that I think I would enjoy you listening to. <laughs> if Imagine you don't know, that. Yeah, yeah, right? If you're not aware, I'm over there with Eric Crocker now and a lot going on there. We're going to talk about where you go from here, what comes next. We have to take a deep dive at not just our impressions on film but the statistics. The injuries, we're going to get to that coming up right off the top. Welcome to Locked On Chiefs. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs Podcast. Yeah, you're, you're ducking and doing yeah. the same thing I was. <laughs> no, I was doing the same thing. Uh, we don't usually do that intro anymore. So anyway, uh, let's go ahead and start talking about these New York Giants that is coming into Kansas City on Sunday. Um, big game. Kansas City needs to get back on track. And uh, where do you want to go from there? Um, yes,
0: please. I'll take it all, Alex, for <laughs> 5,000. Um, dude, good thing is that Andy reconfirmed today that Patrick's going to be um, – no, 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 no. We're not
1: talking about that, that, that craft fest on I, I, Sunday. I, I, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm trying to move on.
0: Oh, I, I we, you guys know we're kidding. We will have to talk about it. But a, no, a good please. piece of news. I know, right? Jeez. Um, but a good piece of news was confirmed by Andy Reid today that he does expect it for Monday night football next week. Uh Patrick Mahomes should be good to go. Um no lasting effects, Patrick said last night uh after we recorded cuz we recorded immediately post game. Uh that he he wasn't just dis- uh I don't know frazzled or whatever you want to call it disassociated is what I was going for um that he understood where he was like he didn't have any memory lapses so that's why he cleared the protocol so fast I still think that's really interesting because that's that's difficult I'm guessing he's pretty sore today but as long as he's going to be available I think that's what it comes down to
1: yeah I still would consider and I said this at post game I still would consider looking at shutting him down for a week yeah I yeah I just I don't know I mean one, he's going to be sore as heck the rest of the week, and that's just the way it's going to be. But two, you still have Travis Kelsey who's coming back from an injury. I don't think he's healthy. Uh, you have uh, you know, Tyree Hill coming back from an injury. I think you should be able to beat the Giants without, maybe without all three of those guys. You have a team that should be good enough to beat the Giants without all three of them if they can play up to their to what they should be doing, and they haven't played up to what they should be doing. That's a problem. And there's a lot of questions around throughout, you know, around the team and, and what needs to happen. And I get that, but man, I just really think that this team needs to figure out their injury situation. And the worst part about—I won't say worst, but I shouldn't say worst—one of the bad things about this coming week is they play on Monday night, and then they turn around and they play Green Bay. Yep. And not only do they play Green Bay, but Green Bay's coming off a Thursday night game for the week before, so they're going to have extra time when Kansas is going to have a short week. Yeah yeah
0: we're yeah we're not going to talk about that yet <laughs> no i understand i just i was looking
1: at the schedule and i'm just sitting there going Ey.
0: it's gonna be ugly and folks if you don't know us if you're new to the show welcome we have been getting a lot of new listeners lately um you can also watch us over on the youtube channel you can like and sub and hit the bell over there um links should be in the descriptions and you can always just search youtube for locked on chiefs and you'll find us instantly um if you don't know He's Chris Clark, our resident capologist and guy that keeps me from going off on tangents about old school football with leather helmets. Um, I'm Ryan Tracy.
1: I don't know uh, how much I I really actually keep you from doing that cuz you still do it.
0: You're slacking then. Cuz uh, I'm well, about to do another one here in a minute. We're going to we're going to talk about linebacker play later in the show, oh boy. but um the pluses that come out of this is the injury list was was pretty pretty light, not just Patrick. But the the other takeaway for me today from what Andy Reid had to say in his presser, uh, I watched that at lunchtime. And, again, just boiling it back down for Andy that they can take care of it, that it's not a problem, they can correct their issues, and they should be right as rain. It's interesting that you bring up resting Patrick because I don't know, especially after, what was it, six snaps, I think, for Chad Henney last week? The rate of of turnovers didn't exactly go down, so I I don't know that you have a better option there. It's number one thing is they got to cut the turnovers, and if they could just get a handle on that, I think they're going to be a lot better off.
1: Yeah, and I don't disagree with that. I think the thing you have to watch there, though, is Henny came into a game not expecting to play. If you gave him all the snaps this week, I think he'd be in a better position. He's shown that he could win games in the past. This is a game I think he could win. The other issue that I thought was really interesting, and we need to talk about snap counts, but one thing that really stood out to me Josh Gordon played two out of the first three snaps, mm-hmm. but only got eleven snaps in total. Yeah. I just I, I can't get it. I I understand he's new. I understand he's trying to learn the offense. And maybe after the first because he seemed to be in there a lot early on in the game. So maybe they just got to a point where they're like, okay, well, we gotta go to the crap that we didn't expect to do this week because we're so far behind. I it just doesn't make sense to me.
0: Yeah, I got to agree, and and I I showed the the heat map of, of where Patrick actually threw the passes yesterday, and Josh Gordon can help a lot of that. There wasn't enough into the middle. There wasn't enough of the slant route, that, the things that Gordon does well, so that was one of the snap counts that really stood out to me as well. I'm glad that you hit well, that, because that's crazy.
1: And if you play Patrick this week, which, okay, if you do, if he's healthy, I guess you play him. But if you play him this week, maybe you shut down Tyree Kill. Maybe you shut down Travis Kelsey. I mean, yeah, you're taking his two best weapons away from him, but those two aren't healthy and you can tell it on the field. If he's at least healthy and you can't tell that he is hurt, then that's a little bit different. But Travis Kelsey doesn't look right and neither does Tyree Kill. And those two need to get right if they want to have a chance against the Green Bay Packers.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. And hopefully we'll get a little bit more information tomorrow, folks, when we actually get some rest um, under their belts and then they get their rehab and that kind of thing. We'll, we'll have to just wait until then. We won't know until we do know, and maybe then get some gas back in the tank. And if you want to get some money back for putting gas in your tank, we have a way to get that done. It's called get upside and you can get it any app store, whether you're on, uh, Apple or Google or whatever in between. If you can get there, it tracks your gasoline purchases and gives you 25 cents back on every gallon of gas that you fill up with. You just got to download the app. It's called get upside. It's in all the app stores and use the promo code touchdown. That will get you that reward. And then you'll just start racking up those 25 cents a gallon. I mean, for me, it's 30 gallons at a time. So that racks up pretty quickly. That's a plus.
1: You and the big mamma jamma.
0: Yeah, hey, that, that's the way that it goes, right? You need fuel. So right now, when you use that code on your first tank, at least, and maybe you want to like uh fill a couple of vehicles all at once. I don't know, whatever. You get an additional 25 cents back on every gallon. So a total for your first fill up would be 50 cents off. And that's right now with the gas prices where they are for me, especially for diesel, it's That's a significant uh, rebate in my mind. You can get it all back through your bank account or PayPal or whatever you want to do with your account. All you got to do is get, get upside and use the promo code touchdown. That's get upside at all your app stores.
1: Okay. Okay, so now we're going to talk about the New York Giants. Oh, is that what we're doing? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying. I know. Blame Ryan. It's it's all Ryan on the...
0: Yeah, I just couldn't get away from it, folks. So if you want to tune out to the cluster <laughs> that is the pass blocking routine here, um, just, maybe just skip ahead three or four minutes. We'll see what happens. Um, I, I do want to give a shout out because uh, cheers to Jarek McKinnon, the number two rated pass blocker in this last contest, according to PFF. Wow, That's scary. And intriguingly enough, this will put us on a whole rant about PFF. We'll get to there later. The most pressure surrendered went to Orlando Brown. We saw the trouble he was having with the speed rush. Um, they still listed him as the top pass blocker on the field yesterday, and I I don't follow that with two sacks, two hit, three hits, and five total pressures. But it brings me back to whatever whatever subjective thing you're you're rating that at, whether you're PFF or whether you're me. Which I you know I think there was like one good thing that I wrote down about it, so that's not very telling. Um, the thing to me is that. I got into this more as I re-watched some of it last night. There are ways to help Orlando Brown, especially when you know you have a speed rusher. And I don't know exactly what's going to trigger that for which matchup, right, going forward. I I think certainly against Green Bay, you're going to to give some help. And I think you have to give some help at this point. And if that means taking an extra player out of a pattern, I think you have to do that. It comes down to whether the coaching staff will agree to do that. And A, would you? And B, do you think that they need to?
1: I think it goes beyond that, though. I mean, I, you can make an argument that it's Orlando Brown, but you can also make an argument It's part of it's on Patrick, and I don't think he's taking enough heat for what it really is. I mean, you know, I'm starting to see all over Twitter people talking about 10-step ten, ten drops and getting 10 yards back, and it's like you can't expect any kind of left tackle, especially somebody that's more of a power-oriented left tackle, to have the ability to go back 10 to 11 yards and still give you protection. So Patrick's yeah. running into pressure himself.
0: Well, and he said it himself too, that, that he's got to be tighter in the pocket. He's got to step up more. Like He's saying all the right things, but he's been saying it all season, that he's going to get under control. And there are times, there are spurts, that I think he is cognizant of it, and I think he does that. But I think it's just hardwired in his brain. He was always this kind of guy that when – you got down by a lot of points. He started running around. He did it at Tech. He did it when he was a rookie in one game. He did it his first season. I think that's instinctual. I don't think you're ever going to like train that out of him. But he's got to be able to control it, and I think it does come down to him.
1: I don't know that 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 is going to kill it, uh, kill the situation though. And and I guess really what it is for me is, yeah, he can still do those types of things, but he has to do it within the limits of the offense. And right now the limits of the offense do not shouldn't be having him take 7 or 8 or 9 foot or nine step drops one because your left tackle's not built for that two because you're not having the ability to throw those balls down deep anyway because of the of coverage on the back end so help Orlando Brown out give him you know three and five step drop type things get the ball out quick and get him into a rhythm and then the speed rush isn't going to be as big of a deal because they're not going to be expecting to be able to get to the quarterback if you want to take a shot every once in a while. But the problem is, is when he starts going to where he's seven, you know, seven step drop or a nine step dropper, seven step. And then a couple extra steps past that. Again, you're 10 or 11 or 12 yards. There's not an offensive tackle in the league that's really going to be able to defend that very well and, and be able to give you the kind of protection that you want. Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz did very well. They're more athletic and they can handle that a little bit better but that's still not what you want from your quarterback.
0: Yeah, I agree. And it comes back to the play setup. You know, Whether it's a slant from a wide receiver or whether it's dragging Kelsey across the formation, we didn't see enough patterns that attacked the middle of the fields, particularly in the intermediate to deep part, but we didn't see enough crossers either. And that's one way that you can get some of that going. You have to find linebackers to exploit, and I certainly think that those Tennessee linebackers were able to be exploited. They just yeah, didn't yeah. take advantage of it.
1: Yeah, and then you also get into the thought process of, and I understand why you couldn't in this game, but where Kansas has been successful is being <laughs> able to run the ball and having that ability to run the ball. And you know, even down twenty-seven to three in the in the beginning of the third quarter, you still could have run a little bit more. You mm-hmm. still could have run a little bit more in the first half when you were getting down that far. Yeah, you want to try to catch up, but you have to realize you're not going to get it all back in one in one uh, you know set of downs. So at that point run the ball trying to stay true to what's been working for you give your offensive line a chance to actually hit some people and get in a rhythm because that was the other issue is, is they never really had a chance to get in a rhythm it was three plays now three plays now three plays now or a turnover and out which is even worse and I I'm not going to fault Patrick for the fumble on the run uh mm-hmm. yes he needs to learn how to get down I, and I get that but He's not going to know somebody's coming from behind. That's just, it was a great play by the defender at that point. He did have the ball in. It wasn't like he was holding it like Demarcus Robinson does. So he was trying to protect the ball. It was just a great play by the defender. The problem is Kansas City has had so many of those plays go against them this year that it's just adding up time after time after time after time. And that you cannot get past it when you have that many turnovers.
0: Yeah, I agree. There were times that I think he held it too far away from his body and that kind of thing. That particular time, I don't think that's what it was. Right, But still, you have to be aware, you're already in a situation where you personally, as the guy who takes the snap every down, have been giving up turnovers. You've got to be more cognizant about it when you're running around because you've been on this streak of bad luck or whatever you want to call it you got to fix that. you got to take that control in your hands and do a better job of, of holding that ball when you break the pocket.
1: they are not going to throw turn-
0: it. And you're going to scramble. you got to hold on to it.
1: They had more turnovers in seven games than I think they had in all of 2020. Yeah. That's what's it's, killing them. You, yeah, you can't, can't win, win that
0: thing. Well, and it's killing everybody else, too, because you turn the ball over like that, it puts the pressure right back on the defense. We're going to talk about them here in a little bit, and I'm not going to bet against them making some progress – I hope that they can. Uh, I actually put some bets down, Rock Chalk KU. Um, Didn't end up pulling that one out in the way that I bet it, but I I was having a good time being in a matchup there with the Jayhawks over the weekend at betonline.ag, and that's where I did it all. So check them out. They're the number one spot for basketball and football. I know there's other sports, but I just don't care. So you can bet them if you want. You won't find me doing it, but that's fine. If you know it, there's a prop, there's a game, there's a contest of any kind. You can go find it on betonline.ag if you do. Please use the promo code LOCKDOWN. That'll get you a 50% uh, discount or deposit bonus, that is, so that you put in 100 bucks, you get 50 as well. That's a nice way to do it. And then as you're going along, you can spend that wherever you want or bet on whatever you want, Gameplay you play casino games. Um, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get all your action into it on your fantasy sports, favorite sports, not fantasy sports, that's wrong. Uh, but it's one spot and you can do it all. It's it's a really good interaction. Um, and I had a great time doing it this last weekend. Um, just hope that the Javs can pull that out next time. Um, but check it out, betonline.ag, where the game starts.
1: With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions about your car and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30 to 50 to even maybe 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go explore their easy website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in, how, in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com.
0: Whole oh, Rock Auto.
1: They okay, got so parts. Now, do now, now we get to talk about the Giants?
0: We're getting closer, buddy. Oh, come it's on, be okay. Yeah, by the time the sun comes up tomorrow, we can talk about them. Because uh, we, we got to cover a couple of things. Okay, They got parts at Rock Auto. They got parts of this defense. Some are working, some aren't. We talked to you yesterday, uh, you guys, uh, about how well Nick Bolton played. Um, That certainly was the case. Willie Gay was right up there as well. And I I feel like remiss that I didn't talk about him a little bit more because while he certainly didn't have the tackle total, um, he was really good in coverage, better than I thought he was at the time. Um, according to PFF's grades, because he wasn't targeted, so I, I base a lot of my initial takeaways on that. So was Juan Thornhill. Um, but I will say this: when you only get two pressures out of Chris Jones, and you only you did get two pressures out of Frank Clark, I don't know if anybody noticed that, but there were a couple. Uh, again, just not enough, not not enough oomph in front of the linebacker line where I expected the linebackers to be still the queasy part uh, going against Derrick Henry. Um, both those guys played well and I think they played the run as well as they could have right but to have Ryan Tannehill of all people not exactly I mean yeah he's more athletic than you give him credit for but he's not somebody that you shouldn't be able to move off his spot he's not somebody that you shouldn't be able to get pressure on can he make the most of it if he breaks the pocket yeah he's kind of creepy that way (laughs) he makes a lot more out of yards but for me it's about getting that pressure and I just don't see enough getting done by anybody
1: yeah, and that's going to be a huge problem, not necessarily this week. against the Giants when they play them, but it's definitely going to be a huge problem when you start getting into the rest of the schedule for the rest of this month, where you're talking about Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr and Dak Prescott. You've got three QBs coming in after the Giants that are going to give you trouble if you can't get pressure, and that's going to be a b- big problem for this defense. Now, can Kansas City win shootouts if their offense actually shows up? Yes. But their mm. offense didn't show up. And that's a big problem because you were expecting that they were going to be a team that could, you know, always be in it just because their offense could score points. And they went against the Titans team that allowed a lot of points to Buffalo and then only allowed three points to the Chiefs.
0: It's it's incredible the way that they were able to get things done with
1: very, very little
0: deviation from what not only they had showed early in the game you know they didn't drift very much in game and quite frankly what several teams have done previously Patrick even admitted last night too there were gaps there were holes uh-huh. he didn't see them he didn't read enough he broke pockets he left pockets that were sound and that was part of the problem on the defensive side i, I think the uh-huh. same thing could be said that you made your own issues on the defensive side i, I i'm disappointed i thought Legereus was going to be in position for a big bump, he's struggling at this point. He's he's matched up in that nickel, and I, I think they're learning to take advantage of him. I don't know if he's distracted a little bit as well. The top three secondary players were again Matthew Thornhill and uh Sneed, but that's that's not saying that much when you give up that kind of yards and that kind of plays at this point. I do think that they have simplified. Would you agree with that?
1: I think they have. I think you're still seeing issues with eye discipline. Uh, and I think that's going to cause a problem. Although the one play I'm specifically thinking of, it's really hard for to blame the defense for uh, coming off the, the play as they did because Derrick Henry throwing the ball for a touchdown is probably not what you're going to expect, you know, having to try to defend. But at the same time, it goes back to eye discipline and it goes back to everything that they've been dealing with is you have to stay and do your assignments. And when you try to jump plays, which is what they did specifically on that play, Mm -hmm. you're going to get burnt doing it. And that's exactly why they ran that play is because they knew they would burn them because they've shown time and time again, their eye discipline is lacking and they are lacking on the back end of staying in their lanes and staying where they're supposed to be. And until they figure that out, this defense is going to continue to struggle. And I don't know how to improve it because yes, I think they've simplified the defense, but it doesn't seem like the players are are able to get it and, and execute it. I guess, at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can understand that. I, I think it might be a two-step process. I think the simplification is a good thing because it allows them to concentrate. Now, the thing that concerned me most, and this is probably my biggest takeaway from what we heard out of the players and coaches, Nick Bolton said it. He's like, how did he put it? We came out flat. Yeah. You, can't, you came out flat against a division-leading team that is excellent at exploiting your Achilles heel. That's a failure of leadership, whether it's players or coaches. That's a problem. Because yeah. there is no way on God's earth that you should be able to walk into that stadium and face Derrick Henry and not be aware and not be up for that.
1: And and explain yeah. to me how it is that it happens against Tennessee again. Because wasn't it what four right. years ago? <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? Is it what was it four years ago? I don't know it if it was out? four. But you know what I'm talking about. They went oh, into yeah. Tennessee and it was a, it was a weak opener at that point. It was a it was the opening game and they got throttled like they did in this game. I don't understand how you go to a team like that and you know, it's a little deceiving because if Tennessee loses to Buffalo then both teams are 3 and 3 and you're you know, maybe you're not thinking ahead. But going up against a 4-2 team, a team that is winning their division right now, I don't see how you come in and go flat, and and it wasn't just the defense. I honestly think the defense looked like they were playing very well, uh, especially when it came to against the run early in the game. But the offense looked so flat, and there just didn't seem to be any passion on either on either side of the ball at times during that game. And until the Kansas City gets that figured out, they're not going to win games. Yeah, football is a game right. of emotion. It's yeah. just the reality.
0: And you got to be ready to lace it up. And if you're not, this is going to continue to happen. I hope that it doesn't. But we're going to get some more feedback and see if we can figure out something else they can get done with Matt Derrick tomorrow. We'll definitely have the inside intel, get you some information on the next enemy coming up on Thursday. And then we will preview those Giants. And Chris will finally talk about the New York Giants. <laughs> He'll be very excited. I
1: just, I just didn't want to talk about the Titans anymore. That's all there, That's all there is to it.
0: We appreciate you guys making us your first listen today. We'd love it if you made it your first listen tomorrow as well. If you'd hit the iTunes reviews, that would be great. We'd like to get some feedback on how you like the show at this point, especially in a troublesome, struggling season. And if you'd go over to YouTube and click on that, even if you don't want to watch and you just want to listen there, if you'd like, sub, and hit that bell notification, that would really help. We'll be back with you again on all these free platforms because that's what we do. Hope you enjoy your day, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow to you tomorrow, up to you tomorrow, but to you tomorrow. Up 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 to you tomorrow.